Hey everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Kaylee. I'm your host, Kaylee Dickerson. I want to invite you to come have coffee with me and my friends. Join us as we catch up, open up, and have conversations for the soul. Before diving into our last episode of the season, can you believe it? I sure can't. I just want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors, Simplified. Simplified was founded by Emily Lay, who was a busy, overwhelmed mom looking for a tool to help her keep it all together. Aren't we all? In a digital world where she was trying to do it all, with dings and buzzes constantly controlling her attention every single day, she made the decision to do life differently and founded Simplified. Simplified's mission is to inspire and equip women with the tools they need to simplify their lives. Their cornerstone product, the Simplified Planner, has changed the lives of hundreds of thousands of women all around the world with its minimal and meaningful pages. There are no extra boxes to check or pages to fill out, so each day truly feels like a fresh start. Simplified believes that mess is better on paper than it is in your head. The Simplified Planner is the perfect place to get everything out of your head and onto paper so you can spend more time thinking about the things that really matter. If you're not a paper planner person, Simplified has tons of other beautiful products that will help you simplify your life, such as notepads, baby books, art prints, journals, and so much more. To see everything Simplified has to offer and start living a simplified life today, head to emilylay.com and use my code Kaylee15 for 15% off your purchase at Simplified. Again, that's emilylay.com, spelled E-M-I-L-Y-L-E-Y.com, and use my code Kaylee15. Now to my husband. Here we are. Here we are. Coffee with Kaylee. First of all, I'm going to start it off like this. Okay. I am so proud of you. Episode 12. Yeah. You did 12 Episodes. You're two of them, so. Well, yeah, okay. That's easy. But still. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Like, you wanted this to be perfect. It is perfect. It, it's it perfectly is. imperfect. It's perfectly imperfect. But even like we were saying, down to the white microphones, the white background, you got your whole thing set up. And even though it's not perfect, it's perfect. I'm so proud of you for following through because so many people need this. Thanks, honey. Yeah. It's very nice. You're the best conversationalist. I know. Oh. Well, there's a reason that at every party, I'm the one <laughs> dancing on the table, screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs, and you're in a corner with someone, and they're crying, telling you their whole life story. <laughs> they don't need me to do a podcast. They need me to play shows. Yeah. They yeah. need you to sit down oh. and have these conversations for people to hear. And... Like we were just talking about, so many people have messaged you about how much this podcast has blessed them. So I'm so proud of you. I'm I'm just honored to be that you even want me on it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Of course. That's like the overwhelming feedback is everyone loves all the guests, but they're like, I just want to hear you guys talk some more. And I'm like, <laughs> about what? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like literally anything. Literally, I guess. So here I'm we are. Down. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about anything. Amazing. Thank you. I love you. You're so very proud of sweet. You. I'm honored to book in this series. Yes, you're yes, you are. And I, I just love that your your choice in that scenario that just happened is you were not just dancing, you were dancing on table. Oh yeah, for sure. In my mind that's that's just what I do in my mind at every party or any gathering. I've, I don't I've seen you dance on a table maybe like twice. So I mean I love I'll jump that. up on this table right now. I love Let's that. make it three. I just love that this is where your imagination goes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yes, welcome to my season finale. Yes. I asked all of my people, I'm like, what do you guys want to know? Tell me your questions. Overwhelmingly so, everyone was like, please tell me you're going to have another season, please. I'm here to calm your nerves that 
it's coming back. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. I'm not positive on when, but I have plans to record again in January. So. We're just getting started. Yeah. So it, this is not going to be a big hiatus. It's okay. Everyone's going to be fine. Right. I'm going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I just want to say thank you also because I didn't know how much this would mean to me. Like mm. I have loved it. I've loved reading your messages. Just I feel so much more connected to my people than mm-hmm. I ever expected. I felt like God called me to do this and I was going to do it and I was going to hopefully just be his hands and feet and voice piece and just do the thing. And I just didn't really expect to be ministered back to. And mm, yeah. y'all have done that for me. And it's been really, really enjoyable. I've really missed it. I think we've been gone so much and we have our church that we love. And actually we got a lot of questions about that. If y'all can stream, you guys loved Alex Seeley. I love her too. Mm-hmm. Our church is called the belonging company. It's on all the things you can stream. There's yeah. a podcast on Spotify. There's YouTube lives on Sunday. If you don't have a home church, wherever you are in the world, if you want to stream with us and go to church with us, I've just been so overwhelmed by how much you love this, how much you love my people. And I'm just so excited to keep doing it. And the best part is like, it's with me and my friends, right? So I was thinking about, I'm like, they're going to come back because this is not some random podcast that I'm like, well, who has the newest book coming out that I can promote? It's not that it's like, come have coffee with me and my friends. And next season I have big plans to have more of like my college besties like Cammie is. And just for y'all to hear more incredible women that I'm Mm. surrounded by because I realize more and more watching your messages that like people are starved for this kind of community Mm -hmm. and I feel so spoiled by my community. So I'm just honored. I get to share them. Yeah. That's what I love about this podcast is it's not like, like you said, like who's the biggest thing that I could, you know, throw out a a fishing line and reel in for this podcast. It's like people we do life with people that we, know and love and respect and look up to and yeah a lot of it's who i look up to honestly yeah yeah so here they are here's my people and i look up to you too babe physically physically i look up to you (laughs) physically um okay so i had a gazillion questions we left off our last podcast talking about our whole story right how we met uh, when we broke up all the things and we ended at our wedding day Correct. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's how we ended. And wedding night. Okay. We didn't go into that. Okay. All so right. Sorry. We're never going to talk about that. <laughs> there are some things that are kept sacred in between the two of us. Anyway, so we got married just to pick up where we left off briefly. We got married. We didn't get married briefly. We, I mean, kind of. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we got married within three months. Yeah. But so we got married as soon as we got back from our honeymoon, your publishing deal was done. Yep. We stopped getting paid. Our only like salary income was gone. And we knew that was coming. Yeah. We had gotten information while we were engaged that that wasn't going to be picked back up. And in our world, that means basically we no longer believe in you and we want to go separate ways. (laughs) So you're not going to make it. So we're done here. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't super encouraging right before we got married. But we were like, you know what? All systems go. We're getting married. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And got back. And I think as soon as we got back, your salary was done. Done. And you'd been like balling. You were like, you had like a pretty minimal salary, but like you were a single dude. I was college balling out. (laughs) My rent with my roommates was like 350, 375. So like the rest of my check 
was I didn't have a car payment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you were I crushing was it. College ball. Yep, and then we were very poor. And then it all went away. And we, we tell the a story. The Lord is funny like that. <laughs> we tell a story on a million podcasts, so we'll say it briefly here. You can hear us tell the story anywhere else, honestly. But we made $12,000 the first year we were married. Mm-hmm. I was doing photo video. I was babysitting. You were the breadwinner. I was. Sure as sugar was. I sure was. And I crushed it. I didn't because did. we made $12,000. Hey, girl, you hustled. You drove those kids around. I did. You took those I photos. Did. I, did. I mean, I was, I was figuring out how to make music, though. Yeah, you were. Like, and I was deep in the... It's so funny to me looking back that I, it never crossed my mind till like, years later. I was like, he could have driven for Uber. Or, like, yeah. he could have done something. And I never... It never crossed my mind to ask you to mm-hmm. ever. I was never like, wow, he's just sitting at home writing songs. I just yeah. knew you were doing what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. It's like, it's never been about money for us. Yeah. No, like it hasn't. Yeah. Honestly, we can make 12. We can make whatever. It's like, yeah, that's really true. It never has. As long as we're doing what we love. I just want more money just to like take care of my people more. Yeah. Like I want to like pay for people. I want to, I want to make a billion dollars to give like cars away yes houses away houses i want to rebuild that whole community that just got blown to shreds in kentucky like i just anyway so we had zero dollars basically so we lived off of nothing every record label in town was like we're gonna pass we're gonna pass and he had written yours he wrote yours in the like winter of 2014 2014, like january Mm mm-hmm and went to every label in town. We would celebrate when he had like a, a meeting because we were like, oh, so sure this is mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. And OK, you can't just brush over that. What? I had a meeting with a great label in town. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, you know, I went in. I took my guitar. I played the songs for him. <laughs> and I was like, I came out of the meeting. I was like, babe, we're going out tonight. Like. <laughs> I pretty much just got a record deal, like straight up on the spot. Not real. They didn't say that like technically, but we're going out. We're going out. So we went to this place. I mean, I got a fat steak. We got what? Oysters. What did you love there? What I remember most about that meal was they had like a tiered creme brulee, which is my favorite dessert. It was like the custard and then a crispy part, custard, crispy part. And I was like, what is this magical layered creme brulee? That's the double remember. layered creme It was like triple. I mean, it was stacked. It was like a wedding yeah, cake. Right. It was incredible. And like at the time with us making 12 G's oh. a year, I mean, that was like the greatest that was meal like $150 of my life. dinner. No, it was. Yeah. I remember it. And we were like, <gasps> yeah, I was like, I mean, we, still, I'm like, well, that yeah. ain't cheap. That was our entire grocery budget for two weeks. Like I had $60 per week to spend on groceries for the two of us. Shout out to Aldi real Shout quick. Shout out to Aldi real Shout quick. Shout out to Aldi and those frozen pizzas. <laughs> yes, the five dollar frozen oh pizzas. Oh my gosh, they're massive, and you just well, throw they were them like fresh. They were fresh frozen. Whatever. They weren't frozen. They Whatever. Were, Packaged we, pizzas. We, but we're still like hostesses. Yeah. Hosts. Whatever. We, even when we were poor, we were still hostesses with the mostesses. Yeah, I would buy you those. You could come over to the Dickersons and get line. a giant Aldi pizza <laughs> for five dollars. We would throw that mug in the oven. <laughs> And then we'd open some Boda Box cab sure would. Sure would. and we would 
Yeah. Have Throw the best down. night ever. Yeah, we would have a little fire out back. It sounds amazing right now. I know. Maybe we'll do that after this. I Maybe we shall. Maybe we shall. That's just a little backstory of our newlywed days. And we, gosh, the Hubbards kept us alive at one point. Like, I swear. Oh, my gosh. Shouts out to the Hubbards. To the Hubs. I swear they looked at us and they're like, our friends are so poor. Are so Can we poor. Just, like, I and mean, didn't take pity on us, just like, how do we help them? And I paint the story this way. When I say the story, they are like, absolutely not. We love <laughs> whatever. I, I did all Haley's photo stuff for her blog and um, and helped helped her create all of that when she was making her blog. And she's like, no, I really want it. And I was like, I know, I know. But in my I head, know, but. in my head, this story is written that you looked yeah. at us and you were like, they're struggling. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they put me on salary yeah. to do that. Yeah. And we saved every penny they gave us because we were so used to living on nothing. Mm. Six months later, we had a few thousand dollars to throw on a house and we did. We did an FHA loan. Yep. We did not do 20% down. No, no. Do not follow us for financial advice. <laughs> yeah. We're, we are not your Dave Ramsey consultant. No, here. no. We support Dave Ramsey. We, yes, we just do. were so poor. We didn't really have any other choice. Yeah. And so we did what we did and bought our house. I'm so glad we did because in Nashville, the, the market just exploded and yeah. We made money that we never would have made if we hadn't done that. But mm -hmm. so it all worked out. Yeah, but it, that was just like our before it got crazy. Like we had a home to make a home. Yeah. Before we left home, you know. Yeah. So that when we got back home. It felt like home. Yeah. 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 And what he's referring to is right after that is when we started touring for real. So we mm -hmm. moved into this house, painted it, did all the DIY, mm -hmm. like put up. I came home one day, you guys, <laughs> and Russ had looked at my Pinterest, found some inspo picture. Thank God it was like something I love. Now that you know me and how picky I am about stuff, thank God you picked the right picture. But I came Shit, home. Girl, I know. I know. I know. I came home. I had the perfect floating shelves, a backsplash put in, all stuff. He just, he and our friend Ben just surprised me okay, one day. Okay, we're not just going to brush over Ben real quick. Yeah, okay. Well, Ben's ben, coming on the podcast, so the, you guys will get to know Ben. You'll get to know Ben in yeah. the next season. Yeah. But Ben is my best friend, mm -hmm. and uh, we met at a Christmas party at, literally, we had just moved into our house. Yeah. So, like. He was a godsend literally a godsend. So this is what I'm saying is as soon as we moved into our house that needed so much love and tender yeah. care and DIY, God literally introduced us to a contractor <laughs> who became my best friend. And you, you guys know what I mean? became best friends because, because he offered to help us. <laughs> yes. So you guys scraped the was, popcorn yes. ceilings together and you really bonded over those Miller yes. lights and so we, homemade we, stilts yeah, you guys made. Yeah. We were on our, our third six pack in the third heaven <laughs> down there in the basement. We, were, would, we would literally listen to worship music <laughs> yes. and drink beer and like scrape popcorn ceiling off for hours, hours and hours. Look, it's not just scraping popcorn ceiling off, right? Yeah, no, it's not. You scrape it off. Well, first of all, you have to spray it and then you scrape it. <laughs> not that you need a construction lesson. Here. But here we are. I'm just, I'm just explaining to you the blessings of God. Yeah. 
via Ben. Mm-hmm. So he helped me do all that. And yeah, all of a sudden, Kales comes home to floating shelves, all new backsplash, all this stuff that literally it was such a gift. God had brought us. He brought you a, a best friend and me, someone to fix the house that I left. A contractor. <laughs> and he lived with us. He did end up living with us. Yes. <laughs> and then one morning we woke up and we were like, this wall probably needs to go, right? I wake up. I hear this conversation happening down the hall. I'm in our bedroom and the kitchen's like, I don't know, four or five da- rooms down. And I hear, we won't. We won't. And I was like, oh, no. We won't? What won't they do? And I walk out and Next Ben was like, you know, you know, we should open this up into the living room. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, let's we do should. it. And then next thing we know, I've already slammed a sledgehammer through the wall <laughs> so that we had to do it. Yeah. And we did it. And you did. And it didn't take that long. It was just a few oh, days. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. We crushed it. Yeah, you really did. You really did. That I wish I so had fun. footage of me coming home to hearing, like I would walk in the upstairs and you guys would be in the basement scraping popcorn ceiling. <laughs> and I would just hear you guys singing worship songs at the top of your lungs. Here like, we are. <laughs> Well, honestly, I'm glad this was brought up because Ben was also part of the reason that you have a record deal. Yeah. He lived with us at the time. Yeah. And I remember when I, to pick up where we got distracted, Right. every record label in town had said no. And finally, I remember so distinctly, I remember God just being like, you need to put your hand to the plow. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, God had told us so clearly through all different people and all these different things, like what was going to happen. And I think we just expected him to just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for me personally, I was like, oh, he's just going to do it. You're going to write right. these songs. You're going to do your label meetings and it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, I need you to put your hand to the plow. Like my yoke is easy and my burden is light, but to be yoked. You have to be yoked up. And if y'all don't know that reference in scripture, it's when animals were yoked, when they worked in the fields, they would put this, I don't know, like attachment over the animals so that when they pulled, they pulled together and they could pull significantly greater weights together Mm. than one could alone, like multiplications than one could pull alone. And so when God says my yoke is easy and my burden is light, it's like, join him yoke up with him and he carries the weight but you have to co-labor we're co-laborers with christ he's not like christ just works for us Mm -hmm. like we work together and it all just like clicked one day i was like oh my gosh yeah so we have to do something and we're yoked up all this like what is in your hand that's what god says to moses when he's like i can't do it and he's like what is in your hand and moses is like a staff and that's the thing that was his greatest weapon And so I was like, okay, well, what is in my hand? What do I have? What do we have? And I was like, oh, I have filmed music videos before. (laughs) I've done this. Why am I not doing this for you? Mm. Because we were so used to like me doing that for people to make money. Mm. So it didn't, I don't know why it didn't cross our minds that I could do yours. And so I was like, well, let's, let's try it. Let's go for it. And so we got in the car and went out to a road in front of the prison and in Nashville and Ben is the one who drove the SUV. It's the infamous $6 music video. If you've mm-hmm. heard us talk about this and that's just like an 
ambivalent number like it's like it was gas money driving up and down a road yeah, for two hours like it was just a question which is like six to, i mean that's that hook line yeah has been in more interviews yeah. than years i've been alive <laughs> really honestly yeah yeah 23 wow <laughs> 23 interviews wow it's a great year yeah great year michael jordan so anyway ben is the one who drove the car for us so everyone's like how did you guys do this and i was in the back of the suv his nissan armada that you heard michael chandler talk about mm-hmm. has quarter million miles on it we toured in that thing and i sat in the back with my camera on a tripod and filmed the music video yeah and that i prayed for a storm to roll in granted it was like supposed to rain that day so it's not like it was that miraculous but mm-hmm. i was like i would just like to be where the storm's rolling in that'd be ideal look okay don't don't sure enough, don't diminish that <laughs> are you kidding so first of all the fact that the storm was rolling in from the way we were shooting right. yeah oh Father I, don't, god. I don't mean to diminish what god did i just you're right i'm sorry I was, yeah i'm sorry lord i'm sorry russell i'm sorry <laughs> If we it were, was. It if, was. It was honestly. If we miraculous. were driving the other way on the road, you would have been shooting at sunny skies. I'm just saying, it wasn't a perfectly blue sky. Being like, I would like rain in our music video right now. Like at least it was in the forecast. Right. I was easy to work with. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the forecast. I just wanted it to blow in our direction, and it did. Yeah. The lightning is real. The rain is real. All of that. If you yeah. guys have never seen that music video, it was nominated for a CMT. Praises. Filmed and directed and edited by your girl. By right your here. girl. By your coffee with Kaylee girl. How God orchestrated every single piece of that is so mind blowing to me. And I just love that Ben is a part of it. And I can't wait for him to come on here and tell my, his story. Oh my, y'all just wait y'all for the Ben Pop just wait. episode in season two. Yeah. Anyway. So something that everyone else wants to know that I promised I would talk about, they wanted to know about our journey to Remington. They know that it took us nine months of trying. They know I had a chemical pregnancy Mm -hmm. at at seven months trying. They know it took us seven years to even start trying. They know all the details. Yeah. So everybody knows it took us this and it took us that. And they also know that our chemical pregnancy was when every little thing went number one. Yeah. But they haven't heard from you about that. So if you want to open up to the people. Of course. You know, you work so hard and you do all this stuff and you reach this accolade. You reach this moment and then real life kicks in. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. But, you know, it's okay. Like, we're okay. Because now we have Remington. Right. You know what I mean? And that's better than a million number ones. Mm -hmm. And that's better than a million sold out tours. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it was definitely weird to, we were getting all the texts like, congratulations, congratulations. And of course, no one knew what we were actually going through. Yeah. It was just intense. The whole thing, like we're okay now, obviously, but in the time we weren't like we were devastated yeah and every text coming in was celebratory and congratulations and it was just a lot to process and you did a great job i mean it's it's interesting to hold our lives 
close and also let people in. And this was something we weren't ready to let people in on for like a really long time. Mm. Like our own families didn't know for a while. And, um, it's hard, but, but like you said, every single step in your career, that's been a major breakthrough. Like every number one tour announce, whatever it is, like something happens the same day that actually never comes to fruition. This is the only thing that actually was permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're talking like threats of a lawsuit. We're talking like really intense things like on the day you want to celebrate something. And obviously the lawsuit was not like intense. It was just like copyright, something that never actually happened because it wasn't a real thing. But that all happened on the day we wanted to celebrate. And I just like, can't help but look back and be like, yeah, the enemy wanted to steal our joy mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. And this is the one thing that like what was stolen was stolen. And I don't know. It's, I'll never be able to reconcile some things on this earth mm-hmm. ever like pregnancy loss, infant loss, child cancer. Like there are some things that I will never understand this side of heaven. But what I do know is that God is a God of life and life abundant. And the enemy is the one who comes to steal, kill and destroy. Like mm-hmm. that's what I know. And so I'm not going to like be mad at God about something that he, I don't think did. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know who else needs to hear that. I, I don't know um, right. where you're at. I've actually had so many messages from people who've, dealt with pregnancy loss and all those things, especially after my combo with Kami. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry. I don't know. There's really nothing but you can not say. God. No, but it's not God. And our God is a God of life and yeah. life abundant. And we believe that. Yeah. We believe that wholeheartedly. And, um, a lot of people asked what is, what like helped us get pregnant. And I'm like, I am not a fertility specialist. Um, I just know for us personally, I started taking ovulation tests and that changed the game. Yeah. Um, I ovulated at a different time than the normal time they tell you to ovulate, that you're going to ovulate. Any guys listening to this podcast right now, shout out. What's up? (laughs) What? Do you have any tips for them? Yeah. Uh, Decaf coffee. Don't wear skinny jeans. JK, LOL. That's a myth. (laughs) Is it though? I don't know. And there's a thing that I call Los. What? Is that lots of sex? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first That's time hearing happens. that, guys. All right. So, yes, that I took ovulation tests and that really helped me. That was really helpful. That's all I got. I'm no pro on this. Pregnancy with Kaylee. <laughs> Taking a break from our conversation to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Crew. You guys know how much I love having my coffee and reading my Bible. There are verses that I've buried deep in my heart that have gotten me and my friends through a lot. But what if you can't get a Bible? Imagine you don't have Amazon Prime to help you order with next day shipping. Could you imagine not being able to afford one, let alone being allowed to have one? Sometimes we forget that there are so many people around the world who don't have access to the Bible. That is why I'm thrilled to be partnering with Crew. Crew is one of the largest evangelical organizations with over 25,000 missionaries in almost every country. All around the world, people are receiving Bibles from Crew in their own native languages and learning the hope that Jesus has to offer. 
Harbor. Crew needs our help in their mission to share the good news of the gospel all around the world. For only $21 a month, you can provide three people with Bibles each and every month. Once you sign up to provide three Bibles with a monthly gift of $21, as a thank you, Crew will provide meals to five hungry families throughout their humanitarian aid ministry. Simply text COFFEE to 71326 to help today. Imagine how much this gift could change a person's life. So text COFFEE to 71326, that's C-O-F-F-E-E to 71326 to help now or visit give.crew.org slash coffee with Kaylee. Message and data rates may apply. So talk to me. My people know what's going on in our lives that Mm -hmm. obviously 2020, we all got shut down. And 2021 was tough for us, mm-hmm. tour-wise. Can you elaborate? Would you like to talk about it? <laughs> I love this because I'm talking to my Enneagram 7 husband. I'm like, tell us like, your feelings for the love want to talk about of pain. God. Yeah. Tell us how you feel. No, it's not It's not that I don't talk about feelings. I just don't want to talk about pain. Yeah, well, and this is painful. Um, It was painful. I don't yeah, think it no, is anymore. I, I, I mean, really, the hardest thing was just losing our bus like that was the that was the aside from all the big crowds and the big shows and the everything else are just like we were so we had our bus we had our new backsplash we had our bet you know what i mean we had like well explain why that means so much to us right explain because we started off in a nissan armada yeah for i mean literally five years maybe more in an SUV, <laughs> like a like a Tahoe with a third row pop up seat, and the third row was mine, by the way. Yeah, I could sprawl out yeah. back there. It was great. Four band guys. Yeah. So yeah. to go from that to a van was a huge upgrade, and then to go from a van to a like a van you could stand up in, huge upgrade. Big deal. Big deal pull out the back seat you can lay down in the back little cargo area and then to go from that to like a van with some bunks in the back and like a couch huge upgrade huge that was the biggest upgrade ever the baby bus and then and then we're all on a bus everybody no first time we shared a bus bus with ryan hurd love him shout out 12 people on a bus so to go from a nissan armada to Literally, me, Kales, Remington on a bus is literally my one of my greatest life accomplishments. That's not an easy accomplishment. No. That's not an easy feat. No. That was what we had accomplished in 2021. And we had just we had planned on having that for the rest of the year into infinity and beyond. Shout out Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> like that was our bus. That yeah. was that was it. And then we had to sacrifice that. We had to give that up. And I think that was because we love, we love the road. We love being on tour. We we love all that. We love being together. And that was just like, it hit kind of hard when we have to pull everything off that bus and, um, throw it back in our garage and which our garage is still nice about it, but wait until next year, you know, I feel like that was the most emotional part of all of it. Yeah, it yeah Honestly. it was yeah because that like everything something... else we'll figure out find it blah 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 like we'll figure all that yeah, out yeah right but it was just like that's also not something to cast aside is like it definitely was scary like so twenty twenty shutting us down 
our first, our gut reaction was not like, are we going to be okay? It was, was, were our people going to be okay? Yeah. And so to, to survive 2020 with our people and then to have 2021 also shut down, it was like, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and you've been able to grab shows here and there and we've been able to keep our people mm-hmm. like taken care of, but we didn't know that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that was the scariest part. Again, you know, to relive, it's almost like, and I talked about this on Annie Downs podcast. If y'all listened, it was her tour also was canceled this fall. Like we both were in the thick of it right when I was on her episode mm-hmm. and we both cried. Like it was like, we were very emotional <laughs> I about feel it. like we all cried on the last time we were all yeah, on there anyway because, too. Yeah. It was just hard. And, and so to, to go through that and it felt like 2020 stole from everybody. And then it felt like this tour was just like ripped out from under us. And then initially when that happened, we were like, well, fine, we'll just scrape it up. We'll, we'll find shows. We'll go do shows. And we, when we looked at it logistically, the team was like, no, mm-hmm. not no. It, they gave us the choice, but they were well, like, like, we, we don't highly recommend right that we just do 20 and that was a great decision it was it was and now but it felt like we had to lay it down it felt like we had it felt like we had to lay it down Mm -hmm. and we did and now tell them coming at you in 2022 (laughs) the all yours all night tour (laughs) no but seriously no yeah this is like my first legit headlining tour and like I'm just blown away by the venues we're playing. We officially sold out the Ryman, babe. You did? Yeah. John just called me today. Guys, this is the first time I found this out. So what's it like being ships in the night? It's pretty great. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. Just found out that, found that out today. Yep. Sorry. Our lives have been crazy town. So we haven't spent a lot of time together. This is us spending time together and you guys are getting to spend time yep. with us. Yep. Congratulations, honey. Thanks, love. <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Crazy. You sold out the Ryman. Yeah. My word. Amazing. So So yeah, all years, all night tour, 2022. Then we're touring with Tim McGraw. Unbelievable. I honestly thought you were. I hope this is what we get to hang out with Faith. Me too. And Tim. Me too. And we could sing the double duet. It's your love. Is this including me? Are you including me? Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. No, I just love, I actually thought when I was like, and next year, I thought you were going to, this is so tender to me. I thought you're going to be like, we're doing with Tim McGraw, but no, like you were more excited. Not like you're more excited. We love Tim McGraw, but you have truly been dying to headline. And I just love that. That was actually your first response. Absolutely. I know. I know. But most people will be like, we're touring with Tim McGraw next year. And you're like, that's true. I'm headlining that's true. I guess year. I've just been in rehearsals all week. And so I'm yeah, just straight up all years, all night tour. That's all I'm thinking. Don't about. get us wrong. Tim McGraw is the bucket list tour. We are oh. freaking the frick out. We're freaking the freak. Absolutely. We, mind you, we did not know that. Like we didn't know that Mm-mm. when tour got canceled. We didn't know that when we chose not to like, yeah, that's a good word right there. We didn't know. We didn't know when God, like we were like, all right, we're going to lay this down. That was definitely a striving moment. 
It like was. As soon as tour it canceled, was. the day it canceled, I was on the phone with my piece. I'm like, book as many shows as you can before the end of the year. Screw it. We're doing it. Go, 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 go. It's drive, 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 drive. Yeah. And so I get like that sometimes, though. I'm like, we let's all do. just go. We all do. I know. But, and then they were like, yeah, that's probably not the great idea. And yeah. I'm like, fine. And then we had to lay it down. We laid it down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, 2022 is, I mean, that's a bit booked. Yeah. Front to back. Headline, Tim McGraw, Europe. Like what? World tour. World tour. We're doing. 22. Is Remdog going to Europe? Absolutely. Remdog goes to Europe. Remdog on the tube. (laughs) Mind the gap. Taking one last break to introduce my real-life friend and sponsor of today's episode, Stephanie Mae Wilson. Maybe you know Stephanie as the host of the Girls' Night podcast or the author of The Lipstick Gospel. She's an amazing woman whose passion is to help other women thrive in their most important relationships. I know she has helped me. (laughs) Recently, Stephanie released a beautiful new prayer journal called The Between Places, 100 Days to Trusting God When You Don't Know What's Next. And it's perfect for any woman who's navigating any sort of uncertainty about her future. It's for the woman who is single and wondering if she's ever going to find her person and for the woman who's dating someone wondering is this person the one it's for the woman who's worked in the same career for several years now which has left her absolutely sure that this is not what she wants to do for the rest of her life it's for the woman who's wondering if she's ready to have a baby and also for the woman who's trying to grow her family and finding it can be a lot harder than we sometimes imagine It's also for the woman who is feeling the weight of uncertainty in this season of life that we're all in right now, feeling like the whole world has turned upside down, taking her plans and any sense of security right along with it. Through 100 guided prayer prompts, the Between Places will help you live today with more contentment, step into the future with more courage and faith, and rest in God's peace knowing that He is with you every step of the way. To pick up a copy of this beautiful keepsake prayer journal, just head to stephaniemaywilson.com. If you use your promo code Kaylee, it will give you 15% off. Again, that's stephaniemaywilson.com, and the promo code for 15% off is Kaylee. Now back to Russell. All right, shall we end with a little rapid fire? Yes, for the first time, I have opened the podcast to questions, which I may do from now on. I'm kind of here for it. This is pretty fun. The last five minutes of of an app. Rapid fire. You ready? Yep. Does Russell have ADHD, or is he the happiest person in the world? Absolutely both. (laughs) I back that up. When will you go on tour, meaning me, podcast live? When am I doing it, babe? 22 oh like next year absolutely i mean it is a dream of mine to bring coffee with kaylee on the road yes well like just like cafe con kaylee carlos (laughs) yeah he just like hey i want to be here and people just show up and hang out like let's do it done yes how do y'all make your relationship work that's wow loaded question loaded question um Uncomfortable communication. Uh huh. And humility. Honesty. Yeah. Humility. Yeah. Yes. All of those things. Yeah. I like to say be a safe place to land. Yeah. That Lots like, of grace. All the grace. All the grace. All the grace. It's like I tell you stuff I'm dealing with, you tell me stuff you're dealing with, and I'm not like, I can't believe you. Like, well, yeah. I'm like, thank you for telling You're me. You're such a bad Christian for struggling no, with God, that. No, God, I would never. I know. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally oh, that's never. That's crap. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, thank you for telling me. Yeah. And 
creating a safe space to be, it says the Bible says, confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. And so like, instead of him confessing a sin to me and being mad, right? I'm like, okay, yeah. thank you for telling me. Yeah. I feel like God feels like that. He already knows. He's like, thank you for telling me. Yeah. It's all good. He ain't worried about it, bro. He ain't. No, he's like, I already died. He knows that, it so. all. He knows it all. Yeah. And has covered it all. Yeah. That's right. You better preach. I'm preaching. You better preach. By popular demand, everyone wants to know his Enneagram wing from our dinner conversation with Ainsley and Justin. And uh, we actually did not discuss it at dinner. We because- did. Because I'm a straight up seven, no six, no eight, straight down the middle. You are. I think if you do lean a direction, I think it is six because yeah. you're a loyal, loyal golden retriever kind of person. I'm loyal. You are very loyal. Yeah, I'm loyal. And you don't like confrontation. And eights like confrontation. Yeah, not so. about it. Not about it. I will black and white stress one. Yo, you know what? Yes, no, yes, no. See ya, bye. We're done here. Yeah, you do that. What do you do to resolve attention after an argument? Sex. I know you wanted to say it. I'm just going to be like, go for it. Say what you want to say. I had to. I know. I had to. But to get to that point. Yes. But to to get get to to that that point. point, After an argument. Yes. just, Just letting it go. Hashtag frozen, bro. Yeah. Just freeze it. <laughs> Just frozen it. Let it go. Let it go. And it, it really is both getting to a point of like, yeah, okay. Just seeing each other's point of view and yeah. saying, I'm sorry. And that's a big that was piece. a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. But humility will get you to what I said earlier yeah. faster. <laughs> Just lay it down. Yeah. Lay Just it, lay it down. Lay it down so you can get laid. Is that oh, what you're trying to say? Okay. <laughs> I didn't say it. She did. Guys, this is coffee with the Dickersons is what's happening. I always think it's funny if we have intense fellowship is like, I like to call it. You usually, when we are wildly misunderstanding each other, like I'm saying one thing, you're saying one thing and we cannot, usually we're very good about, I hear what you're saying and I can see your perspective. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like the greatest tool in your arsenal in disagreements with anyone, your spouse having asking god for a perspective i'm like what are they seeing that i am not seeing like how do we get to the other side of this mm. but sometimes it just isn't happening and you in an argument will just be like in jesus name and it makes us both laugh so hard <laughs> and it almost just like cuts the tension in the room and jesus and so he help does. her see my perspective yes, that's how he does it and we laugh and i don't know eventually you just kind of like just start making out yeah and... you just start making out <laughs> now i just think also like i have experienced enough loss in my life that i'm like if i lost you tomorrow would i be like would i still stand the ground that i'm standing in this yeah, argument yeah. like does this matter that's a good one and usually it doesn't. And I just kind of always look at my life like that. And for better or for worse, I mean, it's a little morbid, but I like, there's times I'll like lay in bed and like, I'll, I'll like hold on to you being like, if I don't have you tomorrow, I want, I want to hold you like this right now. Like I, I don't know. I just have learned to like soak up most moments and Mm. realize what matters and what doesn't. And I think that helps. Anyway, that's a long answer to that. Um, (laughs) Okay. It's supposed to be rapid fire. Sorry, rapid fire. Rapid We're fire. failing. No, How many kids good. do you want? Five million. 
<laughs> we actually do want a ton, Lord willing. If not, we'll adopt a whole bunch. Yeah. Um, we're I big just family can't people. Imagine, yeah, I'm just sentimental about a little rim dog. I know it. I don't want to share him yet. I know. But I do want him we to want, have buddies. He's obsessed with other we kids. We want 12. That's also in here. Everyone's like, talk about rim dog. How is he? He's obsessed oh my gosh. I, with other kids. We need kids. to post his chart. Oh, yeah. Like, Guys. his weight chart keeps getting further and further <laughs> above 100 percentile. His height level, not leveled out. It's still above it's, 100 percent. Yeah. They don't even have a no, They don't give you a number. Yeah. Like, it's not like 125 percentile because that's not a number. Yeah. He's in 3T clothes and he's 15 months. So, yeah. Um, but aside from his size, he is so darn cute and snuggly and happy but also like everyone's like he looks just like you but his personality is so much like you the snuggly part is me the well I'm you're snuggly yeah <laughs> you are snuggly but he just looks at anything and he's so excited like he's just like his excited noise do it do his excited noise <gasps> yeah he does that everything yeah everything. <gasps> and then ah, ah, he'll see a dog from a hundred feet away like a on dog? a walk a, or another baby. A toddler or a deer. Yeah. We have a bunch of deer in our yard. Yeah. And they're just like, he's he'll, like. Ah. Yeah, he'll walk up to the window like the and I'll hear him just go. Ah, ah, and I'm like, there's deer out there. And I open the thing and there's freaking deer. There's like 12. Yeah. But they can be like 50 to 100 feet away. And he's like seeing them. I'm going to bring him to the deer stand. <laughs> yeah, he'll be. He's going to be my spot. Not in the yard because there are pets if they're in the yard. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Um, not if they got 10 points Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's a good one that you haven't talked about, but I have. Yeah. Will you share more about praying in the spirit? Really struck a chord with me. Ooh, absolutely. First and foremost, it is completely misunderstood and the least weird thing yeah. ever. And it is so clearly laid out in the Bible that the fact that you can pray in your non-understanding and be praying the perfect prayer. Yeah. Like that's it. Period. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I was laying in my bed and you had you had been through a, a like a little discipleship course that helped you understand that. That's one side of mm-hmm. the experience. And for me, I was just like, "Yes, I want that." And I was laying in my bed And I just remember, like, I don't know what this means or what it is at all, but I believe it. I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. And I literally, like, tiniest little, like, whisper under my breath and saw, I was laying down and I saw the the lights on my ceiling fan just, like, like, pulse. And whether the air conditioner turned on at that time or whatever it is, I will never forget that moment. And from, I'm just, I'm from then on out, I'm sold. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it is literally praying the perfect prayer. Yeah, it is. Because your humanity is not getting in the way. I equate it to, it's almost like, like mantras or chants, like how, yeah how like you you could be like in a yoga class and you're doing like these different chants of like i don't know in a different language yeah like i don't i don't yeah i don't do a lot of yoga classes but i like any kind of like 
monk chant or whatever. It's like, it's just different syllables and, and whatever, almost like murmurings Mm -hmm. that you're just like almost just releasing what you feel. Mm -hmm. It's not, yeah, it's gibberish. Yeah. Like it's, it's like more like a chant if that makes it m- yeah. more understandable yeah. than like, oh, you're like praying in tongues. Like, yeah, technically, the- but that has been so, so misused and so confusing for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, like even like memed, like it's yeah, like it's, crazy it's, people. Yeah. Right. Crazy, sweaty pastors in suits. Right. Like not. And it, being performative, like on a stage, it's it not that, that like you'll never see us do this in public. Like yeah. it's, it's, it is something Look, like the thing is, if you ask for it, you have it. Yeah. There's no questioning if you have it or not. If you've asked for it, the Bible says you have it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's, so that's it. That's it. And there's a, there is definitely a misconception like scripturally, if you're getting like technical and it talks about like all the different gifts of the spirit, everyone has different gifts of the spirit. But the reason I believe everyone is capable of this is that Paul's the one who says, I, I pray in the spirit more than everybody, like Mm -hmm. more than everybody. And I pray that you all pray in the spirit. But what he says is that I pray even more that you prophesy because prophecy edifies the church. Other people. Yeah. And so, but it's through praying in the spirit that I experience prophecy. Mm. And so it's, it's almost like, it's kind of like a comma for me in prayer. Like he says he prays in the spirit and he prays in his own understanding. Mm. So it's kind of like, Almost. Doesn't he even say he sings in the spirit and sings in understanding? Maybe. Like, I don't know. I'd have to look it yeah, up. Yeah, we're we're not Bible scholars here. Yeah, no, but but he does say that and, and and that's that's how we pray. We like walk around our island and we used to walk around the wall in our house and we would pray in the spirit and then I felt like you would see something or experience something and and then I would pray we'd pray in English. Like you pray in the same kind of faith that you do with English and and not in your understanding. It's it's both. Yeah. So, it ain't weird, y'all. No. Quit making it weird. No, it's not weird. And and so we we would pray like that. And then it's almost like you can feel yourself. Like there's swells in it. Like you can feel like a chant. Like that's the only way I know how to explain it. Like you would do in some like exercise class. Yeah. I don't know. Like you feel a surge of something. And you when you start to pray for someone specifically and you know something's going on in their life, you can like go in and and you just pray and pray and pray and you, I pray with the same exact faith that I have when I pray when I know what I'm praying Yeah, because I'm, I yeah. believe the spirit of God is being released and I know that I'm a carrier of the spirit mm-hmm. of God. And so I'm like, whatever I'm speaking, I'd rather speak what I actually don't understand because I don't know what God's will is for this situation. And I just want God's will in this situation. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. It's not, crazy and weird and right. a lot of y'all are probably like well i don't think it's weird but we grew up in church culture that yeah that did say it was weird so we had to combat and then there's other people like i ain't listening to podcasts no more <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just kidding anyway that's so we'll get back to rapid fire but that was a great question and uh i actually had a lot yeah. of those questions in my dms and i'm like it's not weird fam yeah i'm like i guess you can google it but i'm like also don't yeah, I, I don't i don't know just ask the Lord, just think of it as a chant and just, yeah. and that's why I would actually put on music. I said that in that podcast with Alex, I'd put on music when I did it because when I did, I would listen to myself and that's not the point. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. try to decipher like, yes, you need an interpreter if you're preaching from stage doing that. 
and like preaching to a congregation, but mm-hmm. you're not, you're, you're not preaching to anybody if you're in yeah. your car alone. So I didn't need to that's interpret some, that's some theology interpretation. I didn't need to interpret for myself right. and I was trying to do that and I was getting distracted. And yeah. so I put on some music, just drown yourself out, just yeah. like release your voice is really what it is. Yeah. There's does, a difference in your prayer language and speaking and like from prophesying stage. in tongues. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's, there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry, this is like... This is the slowest rapid fire ever. (laughs) Can we be best friends? 100%. Done. Is Kaylee pregnant? Yes. No. (laughs) How do you know when you've grown into a new season of marriage? Like six months later. (laughs) Yeah? You think it was six months? Three months later. Okay. Talk about it. I don't know what you're saying. Well, I don't know. It's just like you don't ever... You never realize it in the moment. Hmm. it's like always oh remember i feel like a few months ago we were just like so da 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 whatever and now it's like oh we're in it right now all right here we are yeah and then three months later you're like dang we were in it a few months ago but here we are we made it out yeah oh you're saying like every three months it's like a not, turnover. Every, not every three months but it's just like you it, there's like a a buffer period yeah okay yeah yeah did you save yourself for marriage? Yep. <laughs> Are you all friends with the Lawsons, a.k.a. the drummer? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yes, we are. Kate yeah. was my roommate, his wife. Phil played drums for me back in the doy. That's right. How did having a child affect your marriage connection with your partner? Oh, I feel like just now is when it's like starting to be a lot. Not wear and tear. Not like that, but like yeah. affect it. Yeah. Because. I mean, it obviously affects it immediately. Oh, yeah. I felt like postpartum, I was just in this like bubble of like loving, watching you love on him. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like romantically, the first six weeks, you, you know. Yeah. Can't do it. Can't do things. But it's not that. It's like. You're just in this like bubble, honestly. I mean, honestly, for me how it has changed is when he started walking yeah okay that's that's what that's when i feel like it's like oh dang like you gotta watch him or i gotta watch him or we both watch him and we have to have someone else watch him so that we can connect and have us time yeah go on a date go to dinner whatever yeah you know what i mean yeah it feels like divide and conquer because before we would just put him in the little carrier mm-hmm. throw him under the table and we would have date night yeah yeah we can't do that anymore now yeah it's a lot harder so yeah. date night is like more of our a priority and we haven't been good at date night yeah. because we being completely honest here yeah fortunately we spend our lives together like we i t- we tour together we've just always been together yeah so but there's a difference in like being together doing life business yeah yeah collab and like date night which we need we're we're overdue yeah we are we're so overdue. you're here yeah you heard it here first folks we don't know and we're figuring it out too all right but December yeah 21st you and me we're going to dinner uh, okay sure sounds great 
I would love that. Yeah, it's it's more like we have to do it now because we aren't together as much as we were. Mm-hmm. Most people are apart nine to five, and right. we we've just never been like that. I, we tour together. Our work is together. Always has been together, but yeah. it's more and more not together because I'm now with him when you have to go to work. So yeah. we're figuring it out. It's new for us too. <laughs> I don't know. These are such long rapid fire sorry. questions. Sorry, I'm so but sorry. Long story short, when he started walking is when I feel like you had to be so much more intentional. Yeah. Ooh, your birth story. This isn't a short question either. My birth story? (laughs) Mine. These are questions to me. all of a sudden it was really dark (laughs) and then I saw a light. I'll make this as quick as I can. I was measuring very large, 41 weeks, the last few weeks. And they were like... This has got to be from a guy. Yeah. It's from K. Penny Kingsley. (laughs) My boy K. No, it's a girl. Anyway, they were asking, actually, there's a few of these in here. They're like, how? He was 10 pounds. So I was measuring big and they were like, we can induce you two days late or a week late. And I was like, knowing my husband was nine pounds two weeks early, I feel like we should do two days, even though I didn't want to be induced. I tried all the things. Um, I actually think going to the chiropractor helped me because um, one of my hips was turned and he wasn't dropping. So I go to the chiropractor. (laughs) I'm going to make it quick. So for Thursday before I went in, I had pilaf for breakfast and quinoa. I'll go back and I'll take each one out if they don't belong there. I'm sorry. Um, I apologize for that. It's okay. It's okay. So... So I go, Chiropractor. I will say I did go to the chiropractor. It depends what you believe about all of these things. I, he wasn't dropping. And so I was going, I went in, they were like, actually one of your hips is turned and started adjusting. And there we were two days later, adjusted, adjusted, he dropped. And I actually think that is what saved my body. He ends up dropping. Thank God. And I truly believe that is one of the reasons that I did not have to have a C-section because I birthed a 10 pound four ounce baby and my hips were not allowing it. And so I don't know where you stand on Cairo, but for me, I think it was super helpful. I went in, got, uh, induced and we can give them our tips too here, babe. You've got some, you've got some delivery room tips that they need to hear. One of them being bring an Apple TV. Oh Yeah. Apple TV, Fire Stick. Don't forget the remote. You got. Bring that or a laptop or whatever. Whatever. Uh, gentlemen, bring warm clothes. Bring a <laughs> pillow and blanket. <laughs> and bring an air mattress if you have to. <laughs> it's true. You barely fit on that little couch. Good Lord. Anyway, I got induced. I wanted to feel oh, the... Those are the best few days. I know. They were sweet. I wanted to feel a couple of the contractions. I was not someone who was like, I want to do this by myself. I fully knew I was going to get an epidural at some point. Absolutely. I, I just wanted to feel the contractions. And when you, if you've been induced, you know that you go straight to the plateau of contractions. So they're super intense. And so it was like 30 minutes and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Bring them in. Bring them yep. in. Bring tap them me. In. Spinal tap, tap me, daddy. Tap. I'm like, I believe you can do all things with Jesus and an epidural. That's how I feel Hallelujah. after my birth story. So I got my epidural. Great doctor. Great epidural i don't know shoot i don't know what they do and after that i napped and watched new girl for seven hours and by the time we got there till he was born it was nine hours and around 
I think one noon one, I was like, I'm feeling some pressure. And they're like, it's probably unlikely. Like this is pretty quick. Mm. And I was like, I don't know, I'm feeling some something. And my doctor came in and she was like, you're at nine and a half centimeters. It's time to push time to go. She couldn't believe it either. I couldn't believe it. And she just looked at me. She was a champion. She was like, you're made to do this. Let's go. And 30 minutes later, there he was. Yeah. Epidurals, guys. Ten. Do four. you on whatever you want to do for your whatever birth you plan. Do. But for me, so thankful. So yeah. thankful. So thankful. And my doctor was incredible. I'd had way TMI. No one's asking, but everyone's kind of curious. Did she like, does she need a thousand stitches? And no, I needed two. That is the Lord and my doctor. And I will not tell you her name because she is mine and you cannot have her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out to my dudes still on this podcast. <laughs> Hanging strong. We out here. We out here, boys. Anyway, we thank my doctor. We love her. Just kidding, ladies. Love you all. Rem dog. Yeah, he was 10 pounds, four ounces, and he was 22 and a half inches long. Mm -hmm. So that's a big part of it. Like he was a very long baby. A lot of his weight was his length. Praise God. He's now 34 and a half inches. Uh huh. 35 and a half pounds. Yes. And 15 months. Yeah. He's a beast. Sorry, that was not short. None of these are. They're not. Teach us how to pray together. Just pray together. Pray together. Out the, loud. Yeah. This is good as for for dudes, I think. I think girls. Pray with your girl. I th yeah, I think girls are comfortable praying together. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, know. babe, do you want to pray together? That's all you got to do. Yeah. And pray together. Pray. Uh, that was the quickest question so far. Proud of us. Ooh, favorite Gilmore Girls episode. You know what's funny is this applies to both of us. Oh. When I first started dating you, you were like, I love Gilmore Girls. Uh, Why? I, no, no, I, you were a hater. Was I? Yes. Oh. Me and my bros <laughs> used to relax and unwind. Why? Gigi. Why? I have no idea. Who? What are your friends? I don't know. Travis. What? Me and Travis. <laughs> my roomie at the time. Well, he had sisters, I guess. He so did you sister. and Claire and Claire. Oh, yeah. No, sister. They were, they were way younger. Why did y'all love that I have that no show? idea. Y'all thought Lorelai was hot. I think we like hung out at some girl's apartment or something and like just it was on or we watched it or whatever. We were like, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, favorite episode? I have no, I don't know. It's not like episodes. It's more like eras like okay what was your favorite era none of the jess and oh my god that's name? all my favorite no what's his dean none of the jess and dean like feuding no but that's when jess and rory are so cute when yeah. they actually start dating there's only like two episodes that they're cute for yeah i really like i think the Bracebridge dinner is one of my favorites okay the one where the whole town goes to the thing and there's there's the carriage and Jess hops in and makes Dean pissed. Yeah. And he hops in with Rory and it's like the beginning, right before the end of her and Dean. Uh-huh. I don't know. I like that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Full honesty here. Do you guys like being approached in public or no? For sure. 100%. Yeah. I actually love, I love meeting all of you. Yeah. I really do. The only time I'm like... I wish this was just like just be be normal. Yeah, just just Introduce read the yourself. room. Hey. The only time that I'm like, oh, I wish this was like not this timing is if we're like sitting down 
like at a date night dinner. Yeah, because as you've the heard only here, moments we get to connect. We yeah, if as you've heard here, this is super rare. So if you see yeah. that happening, maybe just like wait outside for a second so like we can just enjoy it fully. But that's it. Or just be like, hey, date night. Sorry, selfie real quick. Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> for sure. JK. Um, no, we actually truly love it in yeah. every way. Oh, okay. Here's a good. Here's a good one that'll save okay. us a lot of things. All right. So why aren't you playing Insert City here? There's a few of these in here. Can you explain it to people? Yes. This basically can be summed up called a radius clause. And that means if I'm playing Kansas City, that I can't play within X amount of miles radius of Kansas City for X amount of days on either side. 60 days, 90 days, whatever it is. So all the shows that you see are routed somehow here and there where we can't play other places and da da da. Yeah, it's, so that's kind of a brief. It's a big chess game. And or we just don't want to come to your city. That is never the case. Kidding. That is never I the case. I wish we could. I know. I know. It's 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 tough. And anything West Coast is. I just want all my West Coast people to know that it's that not we like. Love you. Yeah, it's not like everyone doesn't love y'all. It is extremely expensive to tour West Coast, and it's very hard to do. Yeah, because you can't come home. You can't come home, and so it's it's like a whole segment of a tour. It's like we're going to do a whole West Coast run. Hopefully, I think yours might be in the end of twenty two. Hopefully, don't quote me. Don't but quote hopefully. us, but that's the goal. So we're not trying to leave y'all out. It's just there's a lot of moving pieces in touring, and it's not that people are like, I don't want to come to this city. Yeah, it is not that you would go to literally every city you possibly could. So I'm like, let's just clear the air on that. Since we have the opportunity here, um, let's see. You're going to like this one. Can't wait. Intimacy. Ways, yeah, yeah. Ways y'all make time for each other. Busy working parents. Raising hand emoji. If you're at a function, sneak off to the bathroom. <laughs> Spice up your life, guys. Spice it up. Spice it up. Pour some paprika on that. Okay. <laughs> next question okay would you ever move back to wisconsin honestly no excuse me hell no no we wouldn't move to wisconsin don't give it a hell no no i would not move back to wisconsin i love wisconsin i have dreams though of russell walking up to me with a house key and i'll know it's my parents house that he bought back because that was my favorite house in the whole world duh someday someday right now there's like a sweet family growing up in it and i don't even want to rob them of that yeah so someday though okay this is a good one learning to listen for god to speak to me most helpful tip read the bible i was gonna say the same thing i'd say nine times out of ten when i feel when i need a word on something i'm like god what do you think and he will bring a verse to mind because Uh that's how you know what's god versus the enemy versus all of that is if it's in his word, it's mm-hmm. God. Yeah. And if it's not, if it's contrary to, it's the enemy. So it's yeah. It's well, even the I best way to discern the two. Yeah. Well, even like if you don't know a lot of scripture, <laughs> like me. Whatever. Yeah. No, I mean I know some, but like you can just Google Bible verse and blank Bible verse. Whatever your search, whatever you think you're trying to hear or you need. And they'll be like, it'll, 
Yeah. Like I'm going through this and Bible verses on anxiety, Bible verses on, on faith, Bible verses on, on hearing God. On hearing God, like Bible stuff, verses yeah. on multiplying your family, Bible verses on, and yeah. if you need something to stand on something, I think one of the most effective things in prayer is praying the word of God. And so when, when you're going promises. through infertility, right, it's like, God, you told us to be fruitful and multiply. You told us that children are like quivers in, Come on. you know, like you told us that, that this and that, like you told us. And it's almost like it's not demanding something from God. It's almost like in the supernatural, it it shifts things like the word of God actually shifts things. Like even when Satan was tempting Jesus, he said it is written, but it is written. Mm -hmm. Every response he had to Satan was, but it is written. Boom. But and Satan even used some scripture to try and twist him. You yeah, know, it was like so taunting him with twisted scripture. Yeah. So you you got to like, know nah, it's actually written. Dog. Yeah. It it is also written. It yeah. is also written. And so I think the best weapon you have is just equipping yourself. Just read, get familiar, yeah. like put put on Bible like reading things that mm -hmm. just like speak the word of God, you know, and just listen and just try to absorb as much as you can. So like when you hear you're not good enough or you hear mm -hmm. life is not worth living, like you're like, no, that's the enemy. That is not God. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to discern which voice is which. Yeah. And you discern that through the word I've of God. I've been trying to do that more. Just what? play the Bible app. Yes. Scroll listen the Bible app. Psalm 23. Oh, uh, listen so to Psalm 23 to go to sleep. I'm going to do that tonight. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. How did y'all meet Carly Pierce? <laughs> My girl uh, met Carly Pierce through her, one of her previous boyfriends who <laughs> I played drums for bro. Yep. I played drums for him and he was dating her. Was there we it? are. Yeah. Friends. I mean, that was like a, over a decade ago. For, yeah. Yeah, we've been friends a long time. Where does Russ primarily shop? Primarily? I mean, H&M. Instagram. I bought you a the, lot of stuff from H&M. Yeah, H&M. Sorry, that doesn't really help. No. But, I mean, H&M's everywhere. Yeah. We always loved it because it was just like affordable and cool and... Oh, Yeah. H&M Forever 21, yeah. honestly. Yeah. I know that's not... Well, Zara. Whatever size I am in real life at Zara, I'm like double. So that's just... It's not great for the self-esteem. So um, in Zara, you're a four. No. Cool. I'm definitely, I've never been a four in my entire life. And that's okay. These hips got some birthing hips to birth a Remington. These, them and hips I don't lie. receive it just for Remington to be here in the world. Um, I'm trying to find a funny one to land on. Okay, here's a great one. Are you ready? I am ready. Final question. And it's perfect. Final because, question of the season. Yeah, well, because Christmas is in three days. <gasps> it's not in three days. Well, when this airs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It'll be in three days. Sorry. With as many radio interviews I've done, sheesh, my bad. What a <laughs> amateur move. <laughs> So Christmas is in three days. Gah. Final question. Yeah. Of the final episode. This is it. This is it. Of the first season of Coffee with Coffee Kaylee. Coffee with Kaylee. Because there will be more. Yes, Do not there panic, will. guys. Favorite holiday tradition. Ooh. 
I mean, it's Carol's with Carol. Yes. Carol's with my mom, Carol. Yes. Carol's with Carol. My mother is a human jukebox on the piano. Yes. Literally, you could throw out any Anything. Christmas song. You could be like rocking around the Christmas tree. And like Christmas songs are hard to play. Like they're like jazzy, weird chords, like flat sevens. Listen, There's all kinds of weird I stuff. I can't even come close to playing them on guitar. No. And she crushes so we all circle around the piano carol plays and we literally christmas just carol. throw up throw up any christmas song that you could we don't anything throw that goes up on. we just we'll throw out yeah we throw out any like santa got run over by a reindeer yeah or no, grandma, it's grandma. grandma. <laughs> whatever and she's like, oh, yeah, boom, 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 and crush it. Yeah. No music in front of her, no. no nothing. It's astonishing. Yeah. But it literally is one of the most special yeah. memories every year. I have a and couple, which is not surprising to anyone because I'm obsessed with Christmas. But my favorite new tradition, I'll, I'll give them categories. Favorite new tradition is Christmas morning, just us. I think... The holidays can get so crazy and traveling to everyone's house and whatever. And we spend the morning, just us. Mm -hmm. And I make um, like a sweet cinnamon rolls. I make a cinnamon roll casserole and a, and a breakfast casserole. That's like Mm -hmm. hash browns and eggs. So like we have savory sweet casseroles. I prep them the night before I throw them in the morning. Santa throws them in when he stops. Yes. He just tosses them in. And then we wake up and we do gifts by ourselves. But my favorite tradition growing up is my family. We got all of our gifts from Santa and my parents in the morning. And then Mm -hmm. at night is when we all exchanged as, as kids and like family members. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was more like homemade and like sentimental or I don't know, just didn't get lost in the commotion of the morning. And it was so fun as a kid that like, honestly, you're like, well, the gifts aren't over. Like I get more gifts tonight. (laughs) So we would do gifts in the morning and then play with all our gifts and then do dinner. And then at night we would do like the more personalized, I bought this for you kind of gifts. Mm -hmm. And we've carried that on into our adult life. And us as like grownups do it. And I don't know. It's never like I bought you this crazy expensive thing. It's like yeah. I made you well, something. Well, because there's 800 of you. Yeah. there's it, we, None of us could it's afford like, so it. I yeah. got you this rubber band game. But <laughs> yeah. it's like the most fun rubber band game you've ever exactly, played. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or it's like I did this thing that's sentimental about yeah. something yeah, we yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. doing. or I mean. I love it. It's it's re- That's like when I think of Christmas, I think of that. favorite gift. Yeah. But uh, the faces that you flip down. Oh, this, guess who? Guess who? Yeah. My brother Tyler, I one mean, year, he made guess who? He bought guess who games and customized it and put all of us as the guess who characters. Because at the time, between each sibling, spouse, niece, nephew, yeah. whatever, there was like we 20, filled the board. It was the exact number or whatever it was, of yeah. the guess who game. And he put us all in Crazy. guess who you know it's like stuff that you're like wait what it's just all so meaningful anyway yeah. that's my favorite Good times holiday tradition and this is it guys i'm sentimental speaking of sentimental like, we're just like going on because we don't i'm like want, i don't, I don't want, want it to end. end i mean this is the longest episode i've ever had yeah. and it's fine because we're just we're not going to put it into two it's everyone can just hours. divide it by themselves i don't know i'm just so thankful 
Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for opening up your lives and your hearts. And thanks for all your messages. And it's really meant more to me than you'll ever know. Yeah. So I'll see you very soon. Love you guys. We love you very so much. So proud of you, babe. Thanks, honey. So proud of you. Thanks for joining me on Coffee with Kaylee. See y'all next season. See you next season.